Hey everybody, welcome to the Portsmouth Basketball Podcast. This is part two of an interview series. If you haven't heard part one yet, go back and check it out. But for those of you who are here at the right time, thank you so much for listening. Let's get into it. So how did the GB setup all come about? So, you know Grace Jacker? Yeah. Yeah, so she's a friend of ours. Um, she was involved with the GB setup and she contacted me just before my 50th birthday and said they've got trials for the over 50s team coming up for a tournament in Spain. Are you interested? And this, was bef- this is what got me back into playing. Um, and I said, well, yeah, I'll, I'll come up, but I haven't played for 15, 20 years. So probably not going to... Was this last season as well? Or the season before? This was... She contacted me 2020. Okay. So it was near the end of 2020. The trials were May 21. Got the call, got the ask for if I wanted to try out for GB. I think that's them now. Oh, that yeah, is them. them. They heard. They heard. Make sure <laughs> he's playing. Um, so went up to Manchester. Had the trials. Um didn't think much of it you know and that's probably me coming away thinking you know okay I did all right but there's better players than me um got invited back got invited back and that's all up at Manchester as well isn't um that was all around the country so the initial trials were in Manchester then we went we went to places we did some in Sheffield some in Birmingham we had one training session down in Southampton wow on Kestrel's court you thought they would keep it in the Midlands, it's, do you think? It was all dependent on, you know, we were, with that team, we were trying to get different people, you know, so that not everybody was always having to travel a long way. We had we had a guy from, we had a couple of guys from, you know, the Liverpool way, um, Yorkshire way, some of us from down south. So the coach was trying to just say, right, okay, let's try and balance it out a little bit. Um, Manchester's a slog from here. Manchester's a slog, yeah. That's a five-hour drive. Yeah, so it's the whole weekend you train. Yeah. So we did that. Um, got out to Malaga, Spain, the Europeans, which was an experience, both playing and just you know the fact that you're representing GB, um, seeing people in the opening ceremony that you used to look up to and watch when you were kids and they're there you're playing in the same tournament as them just that's very cool yeah and not only is you know you're part of GB but you're you're leading GB yeah I was I was I got the phone call in December just before Christmas asking me did I want not did I want to they wanted me to be the captain of the team which was you know, one massive honour, but also knowing the players in the team and the level that some of those guys have played at, a shock. But I think, you know, having spoken with the coach, he said, you know, it's the way I always thought about the rest of the team, not myself. And it went from there. And now this year, I'm going out to Argentina. Wow, and that's, but that's I'm not the captain this time. That's, that's the world, <laughs> that's the world, that's Masters. The world's, yeah. And you're in a, um, from, from what I remember, it just being released to Paul, you're in a, 
uh, a group now with Brazil and Costa Rica. Brazil and Costa Rica in our qualifying pool, yeah. Wow. So what do you know about the opponents? They're Brazilian and Costa Rican. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing at the moment. Um, there's, I think there's five Argentinian teams. There's three or four Brazilian teams. So wow. it's not like the World Cup that you, you'd see on the TV or whatever where there's one. Each country only gets one one team. Um, oh, fantastic. So there is the possibility, like someone pointed out, I think Mr. Ginobili is eligible. Wow. He's so cool. Yeah, so you could be playing up against him. And I, I say that, I mean, in our over 55s team, um, some of you older listeners, Steve Bucknell's playing for GB. That's very cool. So, you know, we've got an NBA player, but there's potential that you know any of the other countries can have NBA players. Wow. Well, I expect you to fully give him a charge, or at least put them on the ground. Yeah. Take the head off a couple of top pair players. Yeah. I actually, I, I, I believe that Andy goes to this tournament with a Portsmouth Force vest underneath his GB top. 100%. I've got to be given one then. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we've, we've, you know, moving on to the force this yeah. season. Are you, are you playing this season? Um, I'll be honest. I don't think so. Um, yes, I'd like to, but I'm, I'm training with them at the moment and, you know, being pragmatic and, and seeing the guys that we've got, I shouldn't be playing with them. Oh, okay. Um, and that's me sort of saying, you know, I can see the level of those guys. You know, I'm not of that level to sort of say, yeah, I should be in above you. So, yeah, training with them, helping them out. I'm going to be... Um, I've been asked to be the team manager this year. So wow. the experience that I've got, you were saying earlier about being able to speak to players, etc., still being there and around them and helping them out. Is, is really the role that I'm going to have this year. Well, that deserves a round of applause, I believe. Yeah, well, let's Andy Rowland's team manager. <laughs> so, so what is the, the the role of the team manager this year? Um, water boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's. I've spoken with Daniel, and basically, what we're trying to do is take a lot of the other jobs away from Daniel. So all he's got to do is worry about coaching. Yeah. He's got his coaching team. They worry about the coaching. I'll be looking after, you know, speaking to, helping the guys during the game. So if he wants something passed on during the game, I can do that for him. Um, making sure that we've got transport sorted out for the games, meeting the other team, arranging the games for the other teams, so giving them all the information, making sure that they know where they're coming, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and that's invaluable, really, because it takes, it takes, a, a, I mean, it's an extremely important um, role, but it, it, it allows Dan to have more time to focus on, Coaching. you know, on the main thing he's yeah. there for. Yeah, and um, we're also looking to try and, as you know, in force, we're trying to become a family rather than just a basketball club. And that's another thing that we're looking at trying to do and just say, right, okay, I'll try and get some pre-season social events for the team, for the players, 
build up that you know that camaraderie between the players I think people forget you know team they think the word team as in people on the court yeah it's very easy to forget you've got the coaches all the staff all the logistics uh, Pod- physios podcast speakers podcasters, yeah. announcers <laughs> mascots yeah, yeah. venue I mean, staff uh, and you know even ancillaries that maybe not part of the team but like all the people at Ravelin put the stuff out bring all the yeah. stuff back help all that yeah well I'm you know. very confident Rob will go into a lot of that detail but there's so much that happens behind the scenes just to get the game going for, yep. the, for the men's and so many people who contribute it who you know are doing it out of the you know for no no fee love the just, game yeah. you know just love of being part of that club yeah, yeah. Um, so you know that's that's what we're looking at doing we've Daniel's increased his coaching team so he's got more coaches now involved he's got we're looking at getting um, performance analysts involved through the university um, we're doing a deal with South Coast Physiotherapy who are the physios based at Ravelin so they're going to be on board with us in a partnership that'll be invaluable so, that's very good definitely yeah. throughout yeah. the last season there's some players who could have really really benefit benefit from that yeah especially with I mean how many games is it going to be this season same number as last no we've got a few more yeah. um, there's t- 10 because it's switched doesn't it because we, we talked about that yeah. the other day about the in the last podcast about I think, it changing I think there were 8 and now yeah, another got, 2 have come we've got 11 someone there's else. 11 teams in our league this year yeah, so there's, so there's yeah, 20 t- games plus cup games. games Yep. and you know what I, I almost want to say I've said it already that I think we're going to do strong this year um, but I think we you know prepare for the playoff games as well if we get home court advantage yeah yeah 100% oh home court advantage we've got to use that I mean it's I know that was a thing at the beginning doing certainly with the announcing the, the music and stuff and is that okay in BB and stuff but it's home court advantage every every sport has a yeah a thing on that yeah I mean we're just rolling what we're doing I like what I like what you guys are doing is uh, similar to our mentality with the entertainment and the announcing and you know just the equipment and stuff we're using a podcast we're just taking these little steps every every couple of months just yeah. improving improving it sounds like that's what the actual team and the inside structure is doing as well so you know I mean you know where where could it go to it can go anywhere um, you know it just needs that support um, yes we, we've got the support as in fans we just need to get the financial support now um, could we go up we could go up. Um, do you think that would be good, or do you, would you like to see another season under the belt in this? Division? I think we need to go up. Mm. Um, Paul's already predicted we're going to be finalists. What? Who? Who are the new teams that have come in the last two? I know well, Bogner was one. Who's the other? Um, I, I, I'm not sure because I can't remember who was in the original wasn't it someone that was in Kent or somewhere and it was no. like not Margate but somewhere that was over in that division East, that was... might have been Eastbourne no Eastbourne we had Eastbourne already no. I mean the, the reason I, I said I think they're going to do well and I made the prediction I think we'll win the league is based on the <laughs> just throws it out there just throws it out there based <laughs> on the winning percentage so out of 
all the National League teams that played last yeah. year. Portsmouth, and I believe it was, was it the Kent Crusaders? Yes. That and they it. actually took our playoff spot by 11 points. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they were in the East Division, and I was just looking at it thinking... Those are the ones I was I talking think about. We were they a, were East, but now they've come in. Yeah, but now they were Southeast. That's right, I yeah. Think yeah. And we're Southeast. Those that's Cardiff right. teams were bloody good. They were really good. And I just think, looking at percentages, Portsmouth will be up there if they can maintain that. The Crusaders are going to be a, a challenge. But I think we were in a tougher league than they were last year. So that's why I thought, you know what, I think we're going to tip them. Yeah. But you know what, you roll the dice and you see what the, yeah. what the players do. They might, yeah. you know, they might turn up on the first game. You never know. Yeah. What's the danger of losing players? What do you mean by to losing other players? Um, there's always a danger. Yeah. Um, you know, at this level, you are not contract. We don't have contracts. No. So, you know, someone could come along and say, yes, we, we want you. Um, yes, as a club, you could turn and say, well, we're not letting you go. We're keeping hold of your licence. I've seen that done before. But, you know, what's the point? I someone doesn't want to play for you. Portsmouth. I don't, there's no, no way no. Dan would do that. He would just say, you know, if you had a player who could progress their career in basketball, I think Dan would do Yeah. But it would just encourage. Yeah, that's how we come. I think. Across. I think the only issue would be if it was a team in your own league, your own division. Yeah, you might then go for. Well, we're not. We're not happy. Yeah, but if it if it's someone being offered a div two, div one, BBL type position, you can't stand in their yeah. way. But I think if it's in our division. And I don't mean to say it the way this is going to come out, but why would they leave, especially with the home court that we've got to go in? Because that yeah. kind of beats all of them, doesn't it, it? It depends on what the reasons are. Yeah. You know, it could be someone who's moving. Yep. Then, you know, if they're moving from here to, you know, um, Canterbury area, you can't really tell them and say, well, no, we're not going to let you go and play for them. We need to sign some of these guys up to PhDs, don't we? Like a part-time PhD that lasts six years. That's what <laughs> yeah. we need to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they could do a, a doctoral in sports science or something. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? You know, if you didn't, you don't have to finish all that. We could do it over twelve years. That's fine. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, it is. It's interesting the feed the feed to Force and Force because it's being a new team. Yeah. And starting from day one. How do you think that's going to change going forward? Because obviously it's getting more, uh, not just getting popular, but there's so many people going to it. Is uh, the way that you're going to get players changing? Do you think? Are you, are you going to still yeah. look at it as a ranking system? The tryouts are obviously so important, but I think the tryouts are important. Um, one, it brings money into the club. Yep. Um, it also brings an image. And what I mean by that is we had the trials at Ravelin. We had two or three families come up to the registration desk because they were in Ravelin doing something else. Oh, really? Doing swimming or they were playing squash or they were doing some fitness. Saw what was going on, asked about the club. So it built interest. If we were doing our trials, you know, uh, each team were doing theirs at Admiral Lord Nelson, Portsmouth College. Yep. No one would have known about it other than those going. It wouldn't have been seen. And you wouldn't have built up a B 
bit more of an interest. Yeah. So I definitely think that there's a lot of anticipation for the the upcoming season, and especially when our first home game is the um, you know the Southampton Kestrels. <laughs> wow, you said that. Does it feel bitter in your mouth? Are you saying that? Just no, well, saying the words. We, 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 we know that we know they're coming. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, are you well, looking forward to that victory? You know what? Oh, he he started me off. <laughs> yeah, you know what? He's they, got you going. Isn't they they are going to turn up, and I don't care what anyone says. They are going to turn up with their Div One team, and they're going to say, "Yeah, this is kind of a like like Div Three team, maybe a bit of Div Two. This is their Div One team coming down." Portsmouth Force got to be ready to play that day because that is going to be a tough game. I it think it will be a tough game. But yeah. you still got to turn up though, haven't you? Yeah, you still got to both turn teams up got to turn up. Yeah. Um, I think we'll get a nice crowd because you'll get some people from Southampton come as yeah. well. So it'll be a nice crowd. I, I'll, I'm really intrigued to see what the atmosphere is going to be like because when you're looking up, when you're the team looking up to, you know, knock that team off the off the you know, yep. top of the mountain, it means more to you than when you're that team looking down. So, you know, Portsmouth are nothing to Kestrels, not really, where we're looking at them going, we want to beat you again. Yeah. So I'm really intrigued to see what the atmosphere, is there going to be a bite to it? I think there might be. I don't know. I, th I don't think there will. Um, there might be with some of the older generation. <laughs> Yeah, you know, your age, our age. Um, Basically, you, Paul. Yeah, yeah. We're as, gonna, as we're actually gonna knock you out of the game. We're gonna lock you in a room. That's it. As that's in, it. you know, the people that have grown up knowing that there's been the Portsmouth and the Solent, yep. and there's been that rivalry back in the day between the two teams. Your younger kids now, they're probably, they don't know anything of that. You know, no. it's their team playing just somebody else. Nice like, to see the tables turn though, and Portsmouth come out. And filled something, yeah. yeah. You're, gonna, you're gonna be a busy man coming back. You're gonna be coming back from the Masters, coming back from the Masters that's kicking off, and then you got trials for the Masters as well for yep. the next for next year's yep. Europeans. Busy man, busy yeah. man. Well, I mean, that kind of is a nice way to draw a line that really draws a line. Isn't it? And but I know, um, I know you've got your your weekly weekly segment that I, we've talked yeah, about now. It was, has it got a name? Uh, just a weekly big all time question. questions no just big question so Andy you've got such a tenured history with basketball yep how do you stay fit as a player to have longevity because we're seeing more injuries yeah especially with some of the more athletic players should we say and you know in the NBA you're seeing everyone snap an ACL break a leg and all sorts and they're like 23 I think it's, you know, maybe it's the fact that back in the day we didn't do three, four, five times a week training. Really? Yeah. When I was at Solent, it was two two tough training sessions a week, one shooting session, and then a game. So, whereas you know nowadays, you if you look at uh, some of the guys in force, they're university players as well some of them are training twice a day three or four times a week yes that is too much and it's yeah, yeah, a lot of stress it's a lot of stress you and then you're playing you know so last year the university guys if i get this right they were training monday morning 
you know, six till nine, something like that, or six till eight. Then Monday evening with Force. Tuesday morning, would play Buck's game on the Wednesday. Train again for Force on the Thursday night. Play at the weekend. Wow. That's and that's what I knew of. But then obviously they've also got anything else that they were doing. And they might be doing some PT work, physical stuff, yeah. and weights sessions and things in between yeah. or whatever. So I they're mean, putting their bodies through a hell of a lot. Fit. They're yeah. super fit. They're super guys. fit, but you know, you're putting your body through a hell of a lot. That's yeah, that is a lot to go through even you know even with youth and experience. Yeah. Or what youth and exuberance should I say. that's a lot of hammering. Yeah. So and then add 20 games on there, plus whatever the uni took games they add on as well. Yeah. It's non-stop. How yeah. can those players deal with that? What's the best way for them to deal with that, do you think? Um, good quality S&C coaches and good quality physios. Um, if, if you know, if you've got somebody monitoring you and working with you and they can see something happening, you know, they can stop you. Yeah. So if you strengthen, if you've got a strength and conditioning coach, that's sort of saying, yep, yeah, you should be doing this, you should be doing this. Right, it's not working. Why is it not working? Okay, you're finding this pain. Right, we get a physio involved. Right, you've got an issue. We ease you down. Whereas, you know, back in our day, it was a case of, you know, you didn't have any of this. Um, Pre-game. Put some ice on it. Put some ice on it. Yeah, that would be it. Put some ice on it. Um, <laughs> I've had this discussion with my daughter, you know, Jessie, she's you know, player, ex-player and everything. She was, And she's taken on the coaching role, she's, right? Of, she's getting involved in coaching. Yeah. She's an assistant coach now Fantastic. In, for the first team. Um, for me, back in the day, pre-game, you do a little bit of stretching. You, you old cold static stretches. Yep. Then you go into your layup lines, shoot a bit, play the game. Have a shower, go up in the bar, have a beer, have something to eat. And that's home or away game. And that was home or away game. Whereas nowadays, you know, you've got your dynamic stretching beforehand, you warm up, some more stretching, you stretch after the game, etc. etc. And I had this discussion with her saying, I can't do running and then stretch. I've got to stretch first. She says, Oh no, that's not good for your body. You've got to do it. You've got to warm up first. Yeah, warm then do it. So I said, but I can't do that. I'm not used to doing that. Yeah. So I've got to do it my way. It's weird, isn't it? Is funny, it's isn't so it? weird that you say that because, again, I was at the gym today, went for a run. First thing I did, those stretches you were talking about. Yeah. Then I did my run, finished, did my stretches, went in the shower. Yeah. So you used to get me to click your back before we played a game. Yeah, that always always felt nice. Yeah. It just, it did, it's funny, isn't it, the strength and scenes are what was the, the old way of doing it yeah. and now they're like no 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 you've got no. to do it this way yeah. don't put loading on this but yet I still see more injuries nowadays yeah. with all of these tears ACL Achilles all that sort of stuff I see so, more and more of it I think before. some some of it though is is it because people are being told this is what you've got to do but not being told how to do it properly so you know you've got to do this that and the other but if you've not been shown how to do it properly you get it wrong yeah, um, you haven't got someone monitoring you, or you're just doing too much. You've I, I have got also to know what you need to know. I have another theory, and I think this applies to the NBA. 
poor footwork. I think there's some people in the NBA now with some really sloppy footwork and you're seeing some rolled ankles and they're like lazy feet. They're quite static in how they play. <laughs> I thought I thought you were going to say their shoes. I thought you meant oh right, they haven't got good shoes. Well, you could Listen, look at that. You had luminous yellow shoes up until recently, so you have no one to talk on shoes. Well, how many how many players do you see these days with high tops? Yeah, yeah, anything above the ankle. No. And so our, we our look at them and go, boots. "You're going to break your ankle." Yeah, yeah. Our, yeah. Low, our low cut shoes, anything to do with it? Probably not. Well, you see people like Steph Curry, he, and he's got low-cut shoes, but they cut because he has to wear his, his ankle brace. Yeah, because he's rolled his ankles so many times. He, if that was going to be a not career ender, but he was not in a good place with it. And I think he wears the same ones you wear. Oh, really? Yeah, so yeah. Oh, so what? Because I was wearing them. No. Oh, yeah. Steph Curry was wearing them because of you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The four-time NBA champ. You know, yeah. I like to inspire people. Um, wow! If if he's if, he's know, eternally grateful for your contribution to his his championships. Yes. Yeah. I, I, well, I appreciate that, Mark. And I um, often look at you and think your your game is just so similar. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just I just don't score as much and ha don't play anywhere well. near <laughs> as his little finger. And <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think that's a that's a good point, Andy. Is that you know we have these. The longevity of the game, you've got a, a young team with Portsmouth. Yeah. And it, it'd be great to see them playing for the next five, ten years and maintaining that. And you think you, you do have to look after yourself. Yeah. Because every year you're going to have to come back for a trial. Yeah. And you're only as good as your last year, so to speak. Yeah. So, and, and that's hopefully why, you know, getting all these other people in the background involved, you know, your physios, your SNC coaches, yep. we can keep and your team managers of course team managers don't do a lot though we just keep the, keep the wheels oiled are you going to wear a suit on game day Ooh. no bow tie no are you going to wear something GB related no because I won't be I won't be part of GB when I'm when I'm representing force I won't be GB if I was representing GB I wouldn't take it off yeah I'd be going to bed and GB stuff. I'd have a Union Jack cape <laughs> I would wear nothing other than GB. Okay. I mean, yeah, that that's a look. <laughs> that is a look. But it's, I mean, there is a there is a crossover between them, I guess, at some yeah. point. Yeah. So will you be away for GB at some points when the games are playing on? Um, I don't think so. Um, maybe for training, some of the GB training yeah. might be. But yeah, I'm back from Argentina early September so I'll be back in time for the pre-season games amazing yeah, looking forward to that so yeah, yeah. so Mark what's your you're going to throw your two questions at Andy your yep. all time all questions. time you've got the all time who's the greatest player personally and who you'd say overall so they can be the one and same person yep it doesn't. It, it, yeah, it doesn't have to be NBA. It can be, doesn't have to be NBA. It can no. be what, FIBA, it whatever could, you feel. It could be Portsmouth Force. So I think yeah. what you the I think you explained it quite well the other day when you said someone was going to take a winning shot. Yeah. In the for example, game. yeah, you, you got that one shot. It's the ball's going to be inbounded to that person. Who is who's it? that? Who's that? Who's where, they, where they're shooting from? Wherever you want. Yeah, you pick it. 
you know, I know it, it's literally to go. That's that's they're safe. That's a safe. Andy, I will take that shot if you want me to. <laughs> I said oh. safe. Yeah, safe. If, <laughs> if it was a free throw, Chad. No, it'd be nowhere near it. If it was a free throw, I know it sounds egotistical, but I would take it myself. Wow, I love that because I love you know, that. I've, I've got the confidence in my my own free throw shooting. You know, if it's if it's to save my life, I'll I'll, I'll put it on myself. Amazing. Um, anywhere else on the court, it would probably be a toss up between Jordan and Kobe. Interesting. Very interesting. And that was your answer. Yeah, I said. And I say, well. and that's anywhere else on the court. Yes. Because so you or Jordan were, or Kobe for a free throw. That's great. Free throw. You're chucking yourself in. Yeah, but like I'm saying, I love that. If it's to save my life, yep. and it's a free throw, I you no want to be responsible for it. I, I want to be responsible for it. I don't want to take my that, life. That's fine. <laughs> that answer makes sense someone who's been captain of GB. Absolutely. I wouldn't want a captain to say anything other than yeah. I'm going to take that, that myself. That makes sense. So, all-time starting five. You can have a sixth man on the bench as well. All-time all starting time. five. Any players, NBA, FIBA, BBL. Uh, Andy, I am available for you. You are available. <laughs> if you want. I said how sixth far, man, not how, sixtieth. How far down do we have to go to get to Paul? Um, <laughs> I'll probably have Bill Russell. Big Bill. Big Bill, yeah. Um, 11-time NBA champion. Mm. Scotty Pippen. Six-time NBA champion. Um, so that's my center and my small forward. Oh, okay. Power forward would probably be Sean Kemp. Oh, I love that. Zero. I love NBA that. Champion. Should have been. Was denied. Um, 96 finals, I believe. Point guard. Yeah. I think you'll like this one as well, Gary Payton. Oh, wow. yes. <laughs> wow. Yes. And He's shooting. trying to get something from that. Yeah. He is. <laughs> shooting guard. I'd probably go Kobe. Kobe? Whoa. Does that mean you've got MJ on the bench? Five-time NBA champion. You know how furious that would make my Jordan on the bench. That is probably the, the best tactic you could ever had for him, though, wouldn't it? Imagine being MJ and putting him on the bench. Do you know who would have a six-man? Jason Colgan. Wow. You're taking the Jason. First Portsmouth so player to be named. You're taking a free throw over MJ or Kobe, and you're putting Jason Colgan in instead of Michael Jordan. Yeah. We need to get Jason oh, Colgan on. We literally need to end it here because that is groundbreaking. <laughs> I mean, why wow. Jason? We've talked it's, about him before, yeah. and we said you know he's one of the best players he, to be. You know, he to was come an amazing player. Of. I mean. Yes, I've, I think you're right. He is probably the best player that's ever come out of Portsmouth. Um, we saw him recently, didn't we? Yeah, we were at a wedding and um, he was there. And it was really interesting when I was talking to him. He was just kind of saying he played so much basketball that he's now looking at just going, I just don't want to play no more. Don't want it yeah. in my life kind of thing. But, you know, he he, he did sound interested in coming to a force game. 
you know, he was up for that. He so, has to come on the podcast. That's what he needs to do. Well, let's get him to a force game and then yeah. get him to do a double. We could do a podcast. If we t- we'll tell him it starts at four and then we'll do a podcast. We'll turn up early and see. We'll, we'll, do, we'll set up a free throw. And if Andy hits the free throw, Jason has to do the podcast. Well, we need to let him know. This is groundbreaking. No, 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 yes. no we don't. Jason doesn't need to know that. Wow. <laughs> well, Andy, I, you don't know this, but we finish our shows with um you've seen the the basket yeah. just around the corner there we we always finish with a live commentary of someone taking a shot um so you you do the honor shooting on this basket yeah you t- got to take well it was two and we we call it the stevie wear bonus shot yeah well, the stevie wear bonus shot and um i think it's, it's quite prevalent as well because obviously andy said he would take a free throw for his life. For his life. Yeah, but that is on a 10-foot ring with a proper ball. <laughs> we did not stipulate the regulations. <laughs> we did not say it had to be regulation height. Well, Andy, thank you very much for coming. Yeah, gonna... before you finish, Andy, that was awesome. That's right. Thank you very much for inviting me. All right, here we go. We've got Andy Rowlands here. Let's, uh, he's getting ready. So this is about 20 foot away from the basket where this line is. Let's hear it for... And now, Andy Rollins. So Andy's back on the line here. He's taking. Oh, he's gonna. Looks like he's gonna shoot two-handed on this on this basket. First one goes up. Airball. Airball. He's got the ball back. He's taken no dribbles. But his concentration. Rim. Was that the rim? It hit the rim. Bounced out. The Stevie Ware bonus shot. That was that was a, a brick against a far wall. Andy, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, Andy didn't make it. But Andy, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. It's been absolutely fantastic having you. Yep. Andy, that's and, been absolutely um, brilliant. He's thrown bombshell after bombshell. He has bought that was I mean there was a couple of bombs there as well. <laughs> One was, it was right there. Right in the back of the, what's the bit at the back of the ring? What do you call that? The ring. Yeah, but what is, is that got a specific name? The, the back of the ring. Oh, shut up. <laughs> well, Andy, thank you very much. And, you know, we look forward to seeing you at the force. Yes. Thank you very, very much. For wherever you are, whenever you're listening, we appreciate it. Go back, listen to our episodes and listen for more of the Portsmouth Basketball Podcast coming soon. Thanks for joining us.